What up? What up? What up? It's Rec League Podcast, man. This is episode number 122. My name is Randy Little. If you're new to this, um, we predominantly talk movies. Again, if you're new to this. Um, on this episode, the last two weeks have been busy in Hollywood, man. We talk about the end of the, the actor strike. We talk about numerous trailers that came out. We talk about The Killer, the new David Fincher movie, as well as just Fincher in general. And then we spoiler heavy talk about The Marvels, the new MCU movie. Um, full panel, full squad, me, Eric Sigman, Nick Goodman, Rocket, Merritt, um, fun, man, fun. I, I spit a little something. Not rude, man, kind of rudely, but there's no saliva involved when I spit. Um, before I get into the rundown of recent releases, I want to shout out y'all. If you're watching, if you're listening, Apple Podcasts, uh, Spotify, Amazon Music, uh, Breaker, Stitcher, um, one of them, one of them got shut down. I keep shouting them out, but, uh, Shout out, whether no matter where in the world you getting your rec league fix. Shout out to the UK, shout out to India, shout out to Australia, Germany, Mexico, China, Japan, Canada, um, Antarctica. If you got your podcast capabilities way, way, way down south, shout out to you. Recently in a movie theater, since the last podcast, um, if you know what came out on November the third, please let me know. Um, I ain't gonna see nothing. I think November the third was like the holdovers and like limited release movies got wide releases. Not to my theater though. This current weekend, the Marvels came out. The Killer is on Netflix. Upcoming over the next two weeks. Excuse me. The uh the Hunger Games, the Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes, or Snakes and Songbirds. The Hunger Games, the Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes comes out. Trolls Three, Trolls Band Together, aka Trolls Three, comes out. And um Thanksgiving, the Eli Roth horror movie comes out. And then the day before Thanksgiving. November the 22nd, Wednesday, November the 22nd, Wish, the new Disney animated movie comes out. Napoleon comes out, I think on theaters, but it's like an Apple Studios release. It's Joaquin Phoenix, directed by Ridley Scott. It should be good. And then on physical media, uh, I'll make noises with my mouth, so there's no dead air. My bad. Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1 came out. Blue Beetle came out. This is all on October the 31st. Schindler's List looks to have gotten a 4K steelbook. Warner Archive put out Mad City with John Travolta and Dustin Hoffman. I don't know what Nanny is, but I think like Horror Heads was buying that shit. The uh, Justice League Ruby Part 2 came out. Looks like Animal House got a 4K. My Big Fat Greek Wedding 3 came out. Retribution came out. The Liam Neeson action movie. It came out on Blu-ray in a DVD case. And that's why I don't own it. 
um, this past Tuesday, which was November the 7th, election day for you nerds. Looks like Fargo, Trading Places, Scrooge, American Graffiti got 4Ks, Violent Night, Black Hawk Down, Gran Turismo came out. I bought that. This was a, this was a light Tuesday. That Clerks, like big, thick, cased box set came out. I see some re-releases. Um, this upcoming Tuesday... Rudy looks to be getting a 4K. Equalizer 3 is coming out. Sound of Freedom, The Nun 2 are coming out. Leave it to Beaver box set. Justify City Primeval comes out. I'm going to buy that. I really want to watch the whole uh, Justify show. The first two Spider-Verse movies are coming out in some goofy packaging. Looks like a another Flash complete series. Uh... Wait a minute, bro. Is is Stargirl season one getting a re-release when season three is not even on physical? What is going on? Uh this in the moment discovery. And then what do we need? On on Tuesday, November the twenty-first, Shout Factory is putting out a police academy box set. I've wanted police academy on physical for so long. So that's on my shopping list. Oppenheimer comes out. Expendables 4 comes out. Saw X comes out. Love Actually is getting a 4K. Mean Streets is coming out on Criterion. This looks to be an expensive Tuesday. Um, Navy Seals. I did not know that was coming out. But yeah, man. Upon return, full squad. We're going to talk about a whole plethora worth of topics, man. That's regularly. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Welcome back, Rec League Podcast. All you film lovers and real cinematics out there. Uh, what's up, guys? Got a full panel for this. The, the ones that get it, get it. Like, I, lo- I love them, those little silent giggles. <laughs> Uh, yeah, this dude just like smiles. Yes, sir. But uh, it's first time all five of us been on here since like legit like June, right? Um, a lot of shit. True. Has went down in the last two weeks. So I got, I got the strike is over. The strike is over. The strike is over. The strike is over. <laughs> uh, <Hey>. Eric. <laughs> Rocket, like Yo. Nick, which 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 one of y'all would, would would y'all say has followed this shit the closest? This that want to summarize like the win that the actors and everybody the SAG got. You know what I'm saying? I sort of. I have too. I think this could have been done weeks ago, maybe a, even a month ago. I know the big For sticking sure. point was the studios with the with the AI stuff. That was like the big sticking point. These assholes wanted so, to I mean, scan dead people to put yep. them in movies. Bro, how fucking evil is that shit? And not give their fucking uh, families and and, and uh, what's it called estate no cu- yeah, no cut. Estate. Yes, that's bullshit. Yeah, so there's a lot of yeah. actors suing right now too, right over that. I think I've be. seen a few actors are suing 
over them like, trying to use their likeness and stuff. When I thought about it, I instantly thought I instantly thought about Ghostbusters Afterlife, but like Harold Ramis, like and his family had to have given permission as like sacred as Ghostbusters mm-hmm. and shit is. They did. That was like my only thing is like I didn't love that. <laughs> I thought it went on a little long. I was like, oh, that's a lot of dead guy. But it I that's what I told myself. I was like his like family, his estate was like cool with it. Like they yeah. wanted it. I was like, well, yeah. okay. But I guess that just is not always the case. So like, like are the actors the getting their like one or two percent of like streaming revenue? Fuck. I wish I'd have written it down. But yeah, it's like they got what they wanted when it came to like streaming revenue. It, they got with it like all kinds of stuff. It was like intimacy coordinators on set at all times. If they're like doing sex scenes. I was about to say, is that like a sex uh, scene coach? It was like proper hair and makeup like for you know to like represent all different kinds of like you know culture hair and skin tones and you know everything like that which i guess these are like those are like things i assumed were already happening i was i don't know like i'm i guess i'm a dumbass but i was just like i would have thought like they would you are the one that goes to the hotel to record for like the last four episodes Mm -hmm. Uh, um what you got rocket I don't know. Like Nick was saying, a lot of the stuff was seems like you thought it would be already happening. But as we all know, yeah. in this time and era, people just don't have fucking common sense. So that's pretty much it. It's like you would think, you know, these studios are always trying to get, you know, the best the, the best deal and screw everybody else. The out. most oxymoronical I mean, shit in the world, billionaires penny pinching. Yeah, I, can, I mean, I can like, see. Like, <clears throat> but I can see how studios can run into some issues where like like say a studio producer, director, whatever, they have like hair people that they work with, right? Like they they'll have people that they work with that the price, whatever, whatever. And they've worked with them for a long period of time, right? And then say they run into and they, they work with certain type of actors or whatever, specifically. And then, like, say they end up doing a movie like Black Panther, totally different hair texture, right? All these white people and trying to do black hair and shit. With, right, that kind of thing. I can see those kind of disconnects happening, and then them, those kind of things becoming issues. I think you know Kevin I mean? Feige is open-minded enough to adapt. Yeah, mm-hmm. but not Kevin Feige, Ryan Coogler. Cause, yeah, uh, for he sure. Made, right. he, made it, he made it his a point to have a lot of um, people of color behind the cameras and behind the scenes doing these things. and But but then you have studios that are doing movies with black actors or Asian or whatever. Right. That may not have a Ryan Coogler that's doing this. They might, right. they might just be random whoever. It's the, it's the total opposite because, um, right. you know, he only had two, two white people in the Black Panther movie mm-hmm. and then everything else, but... 95% of every other movie is the other way around. You only have right. two or three people of color and then your regular makeup artist or your hair and makeup, they don't know about, um, you know, like our skin tone, like say me and Merritt and they, 
It's it's been talked about and they don't know how to make up. Shannon Sharp, man. Shannon Sharp. They had him up there looking like he was right. in the casket, yeah. right? His and lips, then, they didn't know how to do it. <laughs> then you're and then you're already in that position, right? And yeah. what can you do, right? So I can see those kind of things becoming problems and being something that someone would want to fight for. Ironically, yep. Disney owns Marvel and ESPN though. <laughs> yeah. But yep. But we'll see, cause um, yeah, yeah. Netflix they, cause back when Netflix the streaming started, nobody believed it was gonna be anything, and Netflix took full advantage of it. Yeah, they did. And yeah, and actually, the writers and the actor strike when it was happening simultaneously, that was the first time in almost what, no, almost sixty years that it happened together. So it was a lot of stuff going on. And they just let it right out. Like, it was so annoying. It's like, it's happening. It's the only thing in the news. It's happening at the same time. It's like, a, a, you know, you, you still don't think you're the problem. Like, it, right. it's just like, no, this is out of the question. And it's like, <laughs> I promise it isn't. I mean, it's like, look outside. Like, which, everybody is marching down the street. Yeah. Which asshole was it? Thing. Was it? Was it asshole Warner Brothers or asshole Disney that thought it was completely <laughs> ludicrous? I have a billion dollars. I don't well, want to pay my employees. It was ludicrous. Well, like. Well, like Eric said, though, like in, in a couple of shows in the past, like we talked about this, where Bob Iger, he's at the billionaire country club. And then he's saying that it's ludicrous for the actors asking for Luda. what they're asking. Meanwhile, yeah. meanwhile, you're saying this at a billionaire country <laughs> club. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? And that's the what I'm saying where the common sense comes to place. Like, like you he, know, know the crowd. He immediately went home and just put thing. clown face makeup on. Yeah, I mean, I know he's a studio head, and, and we get it. Business is business. Like Meredith saying, business is business. You know, studios are trying to do one thing, act as, it, it's a negotiation. But to make comments that, you know, Bob Iger, I think, is a very intelligent man who has done great things for Disney. But to come out with moronic comments like that, meanwhile, you're know, vacationing, like Eric said, at the what they call the Billionaire Country Club. And then you're saying that, you know, what they're asking is outrageous. Shit. Why don't you take some of your salary, cut it in half, and then spread it out then? You know what I mean? If it's, it's, it's just, but I guarantee you, then I want to do that. You know, all these studios are trying to make a buck like everybody else out here in the world. I get it. But, but for some of the demands that they were asking <clears throat> for, it's that was interfering. Yeah. It's, it was, it was, it's too much. I mean, come on. That's why I said the mm-hmm. common sense, like, like you said, the likeness of their people. You know, you're Eric. Say Eric's. You know, Eric's acting. They pay you X amount per day, per DM, Which or whatever. Way? Or you get this. They scan your likeness. Now we don't need Eric no more. Yeah, they own it. They oh, own so, it. They so, own. Yeah. They we gonna own have. We gonna likeness. be five for five every podcast the rest of the way now. <laughs> you know. So at He's, the end of the yeah. day, you know these studios are. You know, understand. You know, they're phasing everybody out. And like anything else, if you're starting, if say that happens and you phase out actors, then what's the need yeah. for anything else? Everything's going to be digital. Like, And then you can, why send to movie theaters? I you, mean, you say that and it like, it, it's like now, like at the point of time, it sounds absurd. It's like, oh, geez, they're not going to get rid of actors. It's like at the rate everything moves these days, like it's like it, it eventually someone would do 
an all AI movie. Somebody that, like, that's this is the first that's movie what's that's what's heading completely to completely made by AI. And let's say you take yeah. that at face value, and everybody goes, "Wow, that's gross. That's crazy. Wow, oh my god, how did you do this?" And then the next asshole wants to do it. And then somebody <laughs> else wants to one up that. And then the next thing you know, yeah, there are no actors. It's like okay, say you had actors do voice work for that AI movie. Well, then somebody figures out how to get rid of their voice and said, you don't have, mm-hmm. it's like, it, it is like a snowball effect, but like it would a hundred percent happen if it was just unchecked. And that's what like, it's like, like you said, like Bob Iger sitting up in his mansion. He's not thinking about that because he's not on the ground doing that stuff. Like he, he just isn't. It's like, if you read that variety article about Marvel <laughs> and how like the visual effects people chose to unionize over Marvel because of just insane working conditions. Mm-hmm. And you think, well, you know, Marvel, it's, it's like, ah, they're always putting out stuff and they got to churn it out. And it's like, oh, I get it. It's like you read that article. It's like every year they go to some like vacation spot and have like a retreat where they lay around and think of like the next few years. And it's like my mind, I'm picturing them just like, like <laughs> end of trading places, like sitting by the beach, like drinking their <laughs> drinks. And I'm like, at no point are you thinking like. What if we chilled out, like gave our effects people like enough time to do the stuff? And what about the writers? That's it, it's like in you picture they're just going, <laughs> like no. Yeah. And so that's what I'm saying. If these things have to happen, it's probably going to happen again. But it's like, like Marvel uses that as such a brag too. And I like I think that like for me, I hate I hate that whole like conversation that like these people are being overworked in a way that they're like. Marvel is changing stuff minutes before they turn it in. It's like they see that as a flex. It's like, you know, that is actually it's the worst not. shit in the world. If that why, why is more complete and done by the time it should be by the, by the time y'all turn it in, y'all should have been sitting on it and rewatching it millions of times. And it's like, like why is it something that you should not be finishing it right before turning yeah. it? That's crazy. I'm sure, like, Universal and Paramount, Lionsgate, I'm sure, like, other studios did their dirt. But it's like, I feel like the two, like, big, like, devils of this whole thing was, like, Disney and Warner Brothers. And it makes me wonder, like, there were a gang of passed away actors in The Flash. Did they get permission for all of them? It's like Nicolas Cage was on set. For the yeah. Flash, he said he didn't do any of the shit that he does in the movie. Yep. He was like, I don't know. Yeah, what I saw that. While he was on set, maybe they just yeah. in his face. But he was Probably. like, I, you know, certainly wasn't suited up or fighting a spider or anything like that. So even just that is like, Jesus, like, what did they do with Christopher Reeve? Like, what, you know, Adam, Adam West, West, George Reeves, Christ, yeah. But I don't know. <laughs> that, actors won. Really we're gonna we're gonna go through like another like mini like 2020 because delays have already been announced but that was all expected but on the bright side like 18 billion trailers came out in the last two weeks did we all see the apes trailer yep i feel like the what's his fucking name um George. No, it's not George. Charles who, I don't know who you're talking who, about. Who directed Rise of the Planet of the Apes? Wyatt Matt Russell. Wyatt. Wyatt Russell. Wyatt, Rupert not, Wyatt. Rupert Wyatt. That's <laughs> it. Wyatt, I, was like, I knew the Wyatt was in Wyatt, there, right? but him and Matt Reeves delivered what I believe to be the best trilogy since 2000. 
It's my favorite trilogy over the last 23 years. The dude who directed one of the Maze Runners, if not all three of them, is doing this one. So I don't, I don't like really expect like, oh, the greatest like quintology or whatever the fuck is called quadrilogy ever. That's it. But I expect like a very good movie, and this this trailer was good enough to get me hyped. What did y'all think of it, Merrick? Trailer got trailer got me hyped, sure. Um, I feel like if this movie is what you say, it should be which is a really good movie. If we if we say if we leave the movie theaters without a really good movie, with the best trilogy since two thousand, then I think that it end up being the best for. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't. They don't say I think, specifically. I think it, it lies. I think the main eight they focus right. on is Caesar's son, even though they don't specifically say. Mm-hmm. Rocket. That's the vibe I got. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What you think? Come, come on, Minnesota. Uh-oh. <laughs> My thing is, this is at the end of the day is. I remember growing up watching the OG ones. With uh, I, I believe it. I feel like what I like, what I like about what I saw was, I feel like this one has caught up to that timeline. It when when it came OG out, did you say what a age. glorious day? No, I I'm not saying it's shitty out here. It's cloudy <laughs> and rainy. So, but my thing is this is I feel like this one has caught up to that timeline because just from the vibe of it, the aesthetics of it. And what I liked about the original trilogy, which I think is fantastic, you know, directed, you know, like like we're saying, the new director doing this one is Wes Ball. He did the all three Maze Runner movies. At the end of the day is I think this is going to be fantastic as well. Did he just get announced um, for Legend of Zelda, too? I think so. Oh, is that the same guy? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I think so. But with the trilogy, what I like is now time has gone by. Yeah. Who knows how many years? You know, and I agree. I'm basing this off that this is Caesar's son, you know, the following and all that. But what I really like is that it seems like I could be wrong. But from what I see or saw from the trailers, that not how this is this part or this movie is caught up to the timeline of the original Planet of the Apes with Charleston Heston. That'd be fire. I always (laughs) expected the new wave apes movies to fade into the originals. Eric? Yeah, it was I. Eric, Eric. <laughs> no, it's um, I wonder if they're gonna try to go for five, just like the original movie. So this is the fourth yeah, one. That'd be dope. Yeah, and mm-hmm. that that'd be like, like you said, super dope if it does play into the original. But I do. I'm gonna say something, <clears throat> and I know at least one of y'all, if not two, have to be very curious to where Tim Burton's Planet. W the apes would have went because I don't care what y'all think about the movie. I love that damn ending. Yeah, mm-hmm. I love. The movie I agree. I, I, I'm just curious about that, but I'm, I'm, you know, I'm gonna watch it in May. It's I'm the not what gonna, ifs. Like, exclude it. Yeah, but it's the what ifs, pretty yeah. much. But my name's Mark they, they Walker. I got in a spaceship, and yeah. then Abraham Lincoln was a monkey. <laughs> yeah, uh, but no, nah, but the new um, the uh, new apes movie it looks. A lot of people are um, judging the visual effects. They were comparing it to um. Fuck off! Yeah, it's yeah, it's still fuck it's coming the out. Fuck off! I saw an ape. I didn't see any green screen. 
I saw like man, that shit looks fire. Yeah. Nah, yeah, bro. Yeah, like when when you man, put that I shit hate, in the group, the, the trailer wasn't even out yet. Now what's that merit? I said I hate the oversaturation of like like of every movie. Everyone has to discuss the visual effects now. Like that <laughs> that has to be like a, a a pinpoint conversation for everything. But it's like every apes movie that you know, Andy Circus isn't in is going to get judged because Andy Circus like goaded mo- motion capture in those three movies. Yeah. He goaded it almost damn near period with King Kong and Gollum and Facts. <laughs> yep. I feel like, like it's that's a that's a new the generation below us thing. As old as that makes me sound to say <laughs> I just feel like there is the generation that has only ever really experienced that. Like they have yeah. only like mm-hmm. like the earliest superhero movie memories they have is Sid <laughs> McGuire Spider Man, which is like the effects in those movies still hold up really well. They will talk about that movie like the effects aren't shit. Like they will be like, right. yeah, mm-hmm. it, it hasn't aged very well, but it's still like, it's like, it's aged perfectly. It's like the best movie I've ever seen. And like since face. then, you had like King Kong, Lord of the Rings, Avatar. It was kind of like the crossing over point where people were in awe of it. And now everything is compared to that. What's a practical So now everything that comes out. It's like, oh, the monkey's talking, big deal. And it's like, I remember when Babe came out, and that was <laughs> yeah. the biggest deal in the world. Like everybody, yes. was like, they're fucking talking. Like that's crazy. You're my so best I'm like, friend. Yeah, like what am I gonna? And pick speaking apart of, when did Babe come talking? out? Ninety five. Ninety five. Speaking yeah. of, um, didn't Jumanji come out ninety five? Ninety five. So it speaking did. of speaking of apes talking, Jumanji crawled so the apes movies could walk. They had CG monkeys yes. and. Jumanji and they didn't. Yeah, you can tell it wasn't quite there. Bro was in pain. Like, like yeah, he, when you watch Jumanji, had, you can be like, okay, he had them jeans yeah, on, but he had yeah, that tail. Fucking, he didn't have no room in the jeans yeah. for his tail. Yeah. When I'm fucking, I'm six. I'm sitting there watching Jumanji. I'm not like, they are not yeah. talking to this. Like, oh, like, this was amazing. Like this is yeah, amazing. Like, Robin Williams, Williams was legitimately cool. stuck in that floor. Like, yeah, yeah. You look at that. Look at look at like Mortal Kombat, Armageddon, or, or Annihilation, Trash. or whatever, and then look at those effects. Trash. <laughs> I mean, like now that shit. Like, if you think I, about I, it, I've noticed. I, I remember like, watching the now, first. No, go ahead, Mary. Go, go ahead, ahead. But like, 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 like now, I think for me, I think the reason it bothers me so much is because when people want to down a movie. Because you see it more when they don't when they don't want to like a movie, right? Well, when they don't like a movie, that's when they start wanting to kill the visual effects. Like they'll start with it, like the visual effects was terrible in this movie. Like you see it, like when if you watch movie reviews and stuff, the pe- when people don't like a movie, they normally go straight to that the visual, yeah. you know, the visual effects, and it's like, are we doing this? It's, like oh, we're man. judging this movie. What's that word? Like, forget the story and everything yeah. that came with it. It's, we're, they, we're, we're killing this movie for that, and we're starting with that. And you, that that's one of the things that annoy YouTube, me. they bash yeah, the visuals, and they say the word uh, convoluted. That's how that's how you know a movie's bad yeah. on YouTube. Convoluted narrative. That's like, it's I remember watching the, the first, I remember watching the first Terminator, and like, I'm probably going to age myself. I don't give a shit. Too late. But <laughs> by the end of the day, I remember watching Terminator. Now, that scene where you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger is messing with his hand and all that, at that time, that was mind blowing effects. Yeah. Now when you watch it, it's, yeah. it's de- yeah. yeah, yeah, like how the hell they pull that off. Now now looking at it yeah. now, it's like, damn, this is terrible. 
But yeah. at but that even, time, but nah. at that time, that was way uh, advanced. That was way ahead right. of its time. It's, it, nah, it's right. added to the Cameron knew. That's why the visuals in T2 are so dope to this day. Yep. Yeah. Cameron yeah. knew. And it holds up. Like, and the thing is this, like Nick was saying, Avatar. Look at the first Avatar. You get so immersed. I mean, it's a good film, I think. But you get so immersed that even the CGI characters look so real. Like, so real. You're like, damn. Real. And I, I'm going <laughs> to play devil's advocate, but sometimes I feel like we're going to get to a point where the CGI is going to be so good. Like so, something too much of a good thing can be a bad thing, where it's gonna AI. get so good that it's gonna start looking fake, and then we're really gonna be like, that looks terrible because the yeah. CGI is so good. But you know, it's the video yeah, game. Where it's like, what's the video point? game? It's the video game. We've been doing it our whole lives. Yeah, that's our generation. Like us, we 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 started with Atari and ColecoVision. We started oh, with that, that, right? And I remember playing Super Nintendo being like, man, this looks so real, right? And then PlayStation came and it's like, oh, this looks so real, right? Mm-hmm. And then yeah, PlayStation yeah. 2. And, it, and nah, so we've been doing this forever, right? And then I played Mortal Kombat, the new one, the other day. And I'm like, okay, it can't get any better than this. But yeah. I realized I've been seeing that for 30 some years now. Right? Yeah, it trips me out. Yeah. With this it, movie. It, it trips me out when they'll do like the split screen of like LeBron's first video game appearance and it's pixelated oh, as fuck. Yeah. And then the next <laughs> one just look like like the most recent 2K23 yeah. just look like you watching I, TNT. I can remember like yeah. I can remember like going to bat for the PS2 being like never top like playing Tony Hawk and just be like there is no fucking way we got here from the PS1. Like no way, right. and like now it's like you can do all kinds of stuff. Or, yeah, you know, you think about like Goldeneye or something like that, and you're just like, yeah, dead man. It was the best thing in the world, and then they did it for like the Wii or something. It was like Daniel Craig's James Bond, and it was like better graphics or whatever. And I was like, I don't need all this. Like I can still go back and just mop somebody in Goldeneye. All I need <laughs> is like you know the pixelation. I don't need all that. But, but you, you know, can't something. explain that to the next generation dev. You mm-hmm. can't do it. But I'm um, speaking on something um, Rocket said about um, James Cameron has a he had a quote about visual effects. He said, uh, "Use visual visual effects should be used as a tool and not a crutch." Facts. Unfortunately, a lot of people they do go the crutch uh, route. We'll fix it in post, fix it in post. And if we all seen a movie, a certain new movie that's come out, I got something to say about that. The that killer, something they did. Yeah, and and also and also. Speaking of, uh, shout out to David Fincher is one of the not yet most awesome directors. Now I'm, I'm just say this is he's one of the most awesome directors with invisible visual effects. Okay, he mm. and we'll we'll get to that. But um, so we gonna transition right. from special effects go ahead. to stuntmen because David Leach is establishing his ass as one of like the best straightforward action movie directors doing it. Like Atomic Blonde is good, Deadpool Two is good, uh, Hobbs and Shaw is cool. I think that was more The Rock than him. And then yeah, Bullet Train, I love Bullet Train. Yeah, yeah. So like the Fall Guy, awesome. yeah, yeah. Merritt Merritt had Bullet Train in his like top three last year. Bullet Train might have been my favorite movie that year. I love Bullet Train is fire. But like the Fall Guy looks like that perfect balance of like action and humor. Ryan Gosling, Emily Blunt. Mm-hmm. Did we all see the trailer? It's not the episode, but 
It was yeah, it yeah. was a similar vibe to Bullet Train. Yeah. Fun. Looks fun. You get on Twitter and you would think I, yeah. it's the worst movie in the world. <laughs> See, I, like when Fuck I watched the trailer, I've seen that trailer like three or four times now. I watched the trailer and I le- I think I feel the same way every time where it's like, oh, that looked like it could be fun, but it looked like it could not be good too. Like I, I always leave that trailer like, man, I hope that's good because that can either be a really good hit or a really bad mix. So I'm look like I can't wait to see it, but like I leave that trailer every time thinking the same way, like mixed emotion about it. Kind of so, like uh, maybe like one of those movies. Kind of like Free Guy is that movie to me, where like yeah, I feel like people yeah. were stoked about it. Went and saw it. I thought it was like great when I saw it. I was like, you know, that was a lot of fun. Yeah. And I have not rewatched it since the theater. And every time I think about I think it, I'm like, fun. I'll bet that's worse when I get back. Every time I think, I'm like, I'll bet I don't like Free Guy as much the second time I watch it. Whenever that, I may have had the most straight up fun in the theater yesterday since Free Guy. We'll talk about that later. Um, Echo, the next. What? Wait, Rocket, Fall Guy trailer. My bad. Yep. I maybe Eric, maybe you remember this, but it was based off a TV series. Happy yeah. Majors and Heather Thomas. Old heads That's unite. Right, Heather Thomas. That's what, <laughs> I, and, I, and I remember my dad watching said it. That. Watching it. And I, from what I can remember, watching with my dad here and there, the vibe that this one has from the trailer is pretty similar. It's an action-adventure comedy. That's how like they try to portray the TV series. Ryan Gosling, great casting for it. Emily Blunt is fantastic. So I think their chemistry and dynamics are gonna be great. It's this movie could either be really good or really bad. Sig Wynn. I'm, I'm here for it. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Sig Wynn was the, uh, the Emily Blunt dad. smart list. You remember? <laughs> yeah. Like how yeah. long ago did it release? How long ago did that episode release? Because she was talking about filming this movie when yeah, she... that was early. Was that early spring? Okay. Was it? But you got to remember, also, at that point, they probably recorded it three months even earlier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. They do be recording, like, six weeks in advance. Yeah, because you notice um, Jason Bateman, he be careful about not mentioning the dates. He's like, well, we recorded this. <laughs> uh, well, I've started to listen but, yeah. to him. We getting sidetracked like we always do, but I've started to, like, yeah. hear episodes. <laughs> this episode was recorded November 11th. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm not doing man that Marshawn Lynch episode. Never mind. Hold on. Echo trailer. Echo, Echo looks like Disney Plus, and you, they shoving it down our throat. They finally doing some Netflix type shit with a Disney with a Marvel show. I I hope it's more than five episodes, but I heard it's five episodes. Echo looks great. I'm concerned. Uh-oh. I'm concerned. Rocket Rocket because spit something. I. Every Disney show, Disney Plus show, good, bad, and different, has always been a drop. They'll drop maybe an episode or two here, and then they'll do a weekly, you know, yeah. epi- you know, episodic, you know, show every week. This is being dumped all at once, so that tells me one or two things. It does give me the Netflix vibe watching that trailer, and supposedly being dropped under the brand of 
they call it like Marvel Spotlight or something like that. That that's what they're trying to do. That's stupid. So it's going to be like another thing, not studio, but another name brand for Marvel called Marvel Spotlight. Yeah, it's it's not like the Werewolf by Night or the Guardians Holiday thing. They have another category. Yeah, another category. But what makes me nervous is usually when shit gets dumped. Now Netflix was the first one to do it, and they do it. They still do it all the time. But Disney Plus. Why all of a sudden now you've been doing everything episodic, even the new Goosebumps series. You can you drop the first five series, the first five episodes, but the next five are still weekly. This is all one shot deal. So that tells me either you're trying to get the, like that, give people that Netflix vibe, or this is just <laughs> really bad that they took all the good stuff and put it in the trailer. So then if it's all seen in one day or people binge it in one day, it's in their minds and out. Yeah. And people forget about it because I'm I hoping it's really good. I'm hoping it's really I good. I think that it is. I think Party it's really pooper. good. The, the Disney, the Marvel spotlight thing or whatever, based on what I read and what I understand is that they're, they're using that to present their TV MA stuff. So this Echo series is supposed to be TV MA, which mm-hmm. is, because Disney has always had an issue with being able to do the rated R, the rated yeah. Thor stuff, right? So this is also getting dropped on Hulu, too. Right. So they they created this spotlight or whatever. And I guess this is where their darker, more mature shows are going to be. So I'm guessing you probably are going to have to have some kind of parental hold or something to even maybe watch this or something, I'm guessing. That's what I was going to say. Um, when, they, when they finally dumped all the Netflix shit, Marvel stuff on... Disney Plus, they, like, altered their settings. So, like, all this yeah. special presentation shit is stupid. <laughs> so, I, I'm thinking this is probably those Netflix shows, now that they're on there, are probably going to get moved to the spotlight thing. And then, from my, from my understanding, this is less of a TV show to them, less of a TV show, and more of a mini-series, which is why they're giving us That's all at one time. And they're giving it to us all at one time. So they, so it's one of those things where they didn't want to break up this story. They wanted it to be a continuation, which I think is dope for them. I'm not worried. I'm actually thinking this is going to be the best thing that we're going to get from them as far as the show goes, because I think that they absolutely said, yo, we're still in Netflix thunder right here. And we're going to do it. And I, and I think they didn't want to do that with Daredevil because everybody was going to prepare. They didn't want to, but with yeah. Echo, this is a character that nobody's seen before, so they can kind of steal the darkness and the 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 end, the TVMA thing, and nobody will compare because there's nothing to compare it to, right? They they're they're that that thing that they're going to have to do with Daredevil and Jessica Jones, that thing that they're going to have to do with Punisher, the thing they're going to have to do with that, no matter what they do. Is going to be an issue for them because no matter what, they're going to have to either exceed or get close to what Netflix did. And that's going to be difficult, man. It's going to be, that's why they tried to do the whole 18 episode. That's why they're starting over. I think they're feeling the pressure of like how difficult that's going to be. Whether you love those Luke Cage and whatever, I think that stuff is going to be really difficult for Disney. Work, like, they might have been better just to start all over. Yeah. For sure. And I hope you're right, because like I said, I'm excited because seeing Echo in the TV series Hawkeye. She was dope. Here they're gonna do like and they were gonna do a show. I wanted more from her to see more because like I said, I don't know much about the character. And 
I wasn't as excited. As I saw this trailer, I was like, I'm all in. But what I also like is, is Kingpin. Yeah. That's the Kingpin I know from Netflix. Like, that's, yeah. Right. Not this, I, I've been to Hawaii vacation, Hawaiian shirt. Yeah, that, that Kingpin. Kingpin for like, I'm like, what Kingpin the hell is this shit? Nah, bro. Like, he was, in a, he was in an alley, and he stole on that dude, and the blood came up from his knuckles. Ooh. I was sold. I need to see nothing else. That, that was it. Yeah. And that's the thing is his his outfit, I mean he's in, in the typical comic book accurate Kingpin outfit and just his demeanor and vibe, that's Kingpin. That's the same Kingpin we saw in, in on the Netflix Daredevil and, show. And there was a clip the where he had an eye Hawkeye, patch on. He had an eye patch yep. in the clip, so, and, and, so some of it is yeah. going to be after so Hawkeye I'm, if not all of it. Yep, so hopefully maybe that's what makes him snap turn. I'm going to be this now. I'm gonna you know, be inspired because, I mean, that, the kingpin, the kingpin and Hawkeye wasn't the same king. It was just out of character. But also at the end of the day, is is I think a lot of these shows, like, you know, yeah. But also a lot of it is everything takes time, and you get the effects of it. You know, like the writer, like the writer strike and the actor strike. We're not feeling the effects of it now because it's movies. Give it a year, they ain't gonna be. We're gonna be making our own movies out there to try <laughs> to put out there. But at the end of the day, is I think this is the effect that Disney had, where where Bob Iger left and Bob Chapek took over, because you could see when Bob Iger was there the first time around, everything was strategic. You only got maybe two, maybe three Marvel movies a year. Nothing crazy. I know Disney Plus was just up and coming, and all that. Bob Chapek, I think, was more about bottom line, which we all are, but he was just quantity over quality, where he was just, we were just flooding. I mean, they did, so I read an article where Kevin Feige had 12 projects, like, it was like four shows and like eight movies within a two-year span. That's crazy for That's one wild. man to oversee. And now we're seeing the ill effects of the MCU products, you know, like, you know, some shows are good, some are, you know, middle of the road. Like, to me, still, this new phase, phase four, Shang-Chi is my favorite, still. It's one of my favorites. But then you have stuff like, you know, a movie we're talking going to be talking about later on, which, not that it was bad, but I just thought it was okay. You know, it was enjoyable for what it was. Where we've had stuff where it was like, like, hit after hit after hit, for the most part. I mean... At one point, I think Marvel had like five movies in a row of a billion dollars or more. That's unheard of, you know. So I think at the end Marvel, of the day, I think Marvel didn't know. I didn't. Th I think they didn't think when when. So I always considered the first phase all the way up into Endgame. I always, I, I I've broken it up. I've decided that like I'm gonna characterize them as those phases up until Endgame the was the saga. simple phase. Was the simple phase. Yeah, the Infinity Saga was the simple phase. And then everything after that was with, with the galaxy and all the different stories and all. Like, it's the more complicated. I, I'm very simple. It was, I think it was easier and more simplistic to do the Iron Man, Thor, whatever. I think that was more simplistic. I think Marvel got to, once they did Endgame, I think they got to a point. No, once they did Infinity War. Once they did that, I think they got to a point that they was like, yo, we can do anything. We can do anything. The, we can do, we can handle making this yeah, huge. Sing right? that when you say And it. I think they didn't really realize how difficult it would really be 
to tell this story the way that they're trying to tell it. I, I think I think they got in the middle of it and then was like, oh shit, this is really difficult. Like this is. Hard I have a theory. Here. I have a theory. My theory is this: after Guardians two, remember we all we all talked about this. Kevin Feige, at the time, he wanted to make his right hand who James, James Gunn. Gunn. Right. I my theory is this: Kevin Feige was molding James Gunn to take over DC. Like like Merritt said. <laughs> like like Merritt said, up to Infinity War, like like that, the Infinity Saga, I think that was James Gunn's in Kevin Feige's mind before all the craziness happened, was James Gunn now, I'm gonna be overseeing it. He's gonna run this saga now. Because who who's better than James Gunn at doing, you know, out of space stuff, multiverse stuff, like all wild, wacky stuff. It's James Gunn is the man. And I think Kevin Feige had a plan, including James Gunn, and thinking far ahead, you know, once this is done, he's going to pioneer this section. Because if you think about it, Shang-Chi, the Ten Rings, okay, you're going to tell me the bang of Kamala Khan, all this, that's all, it's, it's all connected, but yet, where is this going? Where is this? Fi- where are we going? We're all over the place. I like Nick. Nick makes me laugh. Yeah. <clears throat> like, at least with the Affinity Saga, you had a little sprinkle of Thanos. And you knew, and each one was, even though it was, it was connected, it, had, it, it furthered the storyline where we were all heading. Here, where are we heading? But it was simple. See, they get it was an illusion it was an illusion to us because we had never seen anything like it before it was an illusion to us in that first in the first in the infinity saga that they were doing a lot of stuff but when you really go back and you think about it early on they were only really balancing five real heroes at the time when you when you really think about it like they had they had iron man they had thor they had um hulk but he didn't have his own movie right Still don't. So it was Iron Man, it was Thor, and then, like, you only was balancing, like, five of them, right? And then Black Widow was, like, an extra character. Vision was an extra character. Like, they had extra characters that you learned about within other stories. So they really wasn't balancing a lot. But it was a lot to us. We've never seen nothing like it before, right? Right now, they're balancing a We haven't seen Shang-Chi since his movie. We haven't That's seen my point. Like, yeah, where is he? But, but, it's, but, it's but they have so much stuff that they have to do. But, Nick, Eric, what y'all think about the Echo trailer? What <laughs> 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 so I was thinking was, you know, we were speaking to the quality of it, like how we were worried that it was being dumped. I don't, quality, that's like, we've seen from other, you know, Warner Brothers, this Coyote versus Acme thing that got, uh, <laughs> Wow, <laughs> quality is not an issue nobody it's like not like somebody watched that and thought this sucks people will hate it cancel it that that's never an issue it's that not Batgirl show in the world yeah we will never know if Batgirl was good somebody said it was unreleasable it's like the flash was releasable like as right. was like we'll never know if Batgirl was there's good. no so way like, Batgirl was bad. worse than the flash or Blue Beetle that's what I'm saying. It's like Blue Beetle. It's like they, you know, they they were both fine to me. But it was just like it was like you're telling me like Batgirl was significantly worse than that. Like that. That's 
that's pretty crazy. But it's like you still put it out. So it's like Echo. I had heard rumors that Echo they Disney to cancel. We're gonna just pull the on Echo. They yeah. weren't gonna release it. They were gonna push it back. Apparently, they did that, that with the Wonder Man thing and the Vision thing. Yeah, yep. we're supposed to put it out in November, and I thought, oh, that's cool. I can rewatch Hawkeye because Hawkeye is Christmas, and I don't want to watch it outside of Christmas. I can rewatch Hawkeye, then I can watch Echo in November. Be great. And then they took it off the schedule completely. And then they were like, I kept hearing things, they want to pull the plug on it. And then I heard, well, they're not going to pull the plug on it, but they're going to put it all out at once. So it's, and it's like, it's, it, it, I do kind of get the vibe that that is what they're doing. It's like, they're, it's not a priority for them. Now, if it comes out and people lose their shit over it, then they'll be like, oh, well, we're just glad we can give you this. It's like Peacemaker. It's like nobody really cared about the Suicide Squad, and so they were just like, well, here's the Peacemaker show. But he went ape shit. Yep. And now it's like, we can't wait to do Peacemaker again. It's like, okay, thanks for nothing. Like, <laughs> you didn't do it. Like You didn't have faith in it. Yeah. So I do get that vibe, but I, I wasn't that stoked for it, and I loved the trip. Like the trailer made me way more stupid. Yes. Like I was like, oh yes, I will still be rewatching Hawkeye probably before Christmas, just in my own time to get hype. All right, Eric, make it snappy. We got two trailers left. Yeah, it was good. All right, uh, <laughs> Ghostbusters: Frozen Empire. Wait, <laughs> this one? Yes, thank you. I'll start. Yes. God damn it. <laughs> 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 no, it's um this looks um uh, yeah, fantastic. I don't know what it is. Uh, we knew that they were making this movie and that it was being filmed, but it was just like quietly, right? Am I the only one? It was supposed to come out like in December yeah. and they just like delayed it and other than yeah. the delay, it was just like that was it. Like, yeah. I knew like, like, okay. I had read that Reitman wasn't directing, but he's like you know, giving his input and all that shit. Yeah, he's producing I, uh, I thought he was directing. Yeah, no, but it looks um fantastic and like when it came out. Yeah. My bad. <laughs> go ahead. No, 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 go, go, go. Like initially watching it, I thought it was fine, but watching it in the trailer yesterday, like it had like a really real eighties vibe and shit. Like I liked it yes, more it in the theater. Yeah, yeah, and it look, it's different. Yeah, because they showed it um in the movie that we might talk about later. The trailer played like even better seeing it on a big screen. Yeah. I didn't get the trailer in the theater. Oh, wow. Really? <laughs> I got Argyle for the 50th fucking time. Yeah. <laughs> I got that yeah. one. Yeah, and I'm thinking they might try. To... Go ahead. Uh, no, I, was just, uh, I thought the trailer was good. I've never been like Ghostbusters diehard. I know people who are. I went to school That'd with, be a a cool mashup. with a couple dudes who like, that was like their Star Trek. Like Ghostbusters was everything to them. They started the Ghostbusters of Richmond. I'll still see them driving around. They've got the souped up <laughs> car and everything. I swear to God, they go to like, uh, like cons and stuff and take pictures with people. I'm like, okay, I don't get it. But like, I've always liked Ghostbusters. I've always kind of treated it. It's like now I'm starting to see people on Twitter react to it the way I used to react to it. It pisses me off. Because it's like, <laughs> Afterlife, I thought it was good for what it was. I, I was loved like, oh, Afterlife. Was yeah, That was mm -hmm. a good sequel, a good legacy sequel, a lot of fun, reminded me of the old one with new stuff. I enjoyed it. That was good. And now you get people, it's like, this new one comes out. It is kind of weird. I always said, like, 
as even when like the Melissa McCarthy one came out, which I also thought was fine. People like lost their minds. I was like, why are you yeah. losing <clears throat> minds? Like, is the legacy of Ghostbusters that rich? That it's like I don't get it. It's like not a real thing. It's ghost busting. They aren't allowed to ghost bust with the rest of you. I don't get it. And so I do think it's kind of weird. What is like essentially just like a really good comedy movie from the eighties. That's really what it was. It wasn't like an a to me. It wasn't like, wow, this is like the new Star Wars. It was just like a good, like a funny movie with effects. It was like fun. fun. And they made it two. Two was fine. And then they didn't do anything for like thirty years. Right. Like, Not for a lack of so Dan Ackley trying. Like, oh, but now people on Twitter are saying that and it like pisses me off. I'm like, shut up and let me have my fun movie. Didn't they put a game out in like oh three that they tried to like say was Ghostbusters three? No, that was um was that O three? I'm just throwing a year oh, out there. That was like that was like that was like two thousand nine or two thousand ten. Uh, yeah. The, um, yeah, the oh, video game, the uh, game because because yeah. everybody returned for it. Even Hell Ranch is the last Ghostbusters thing he did before he passed. And um yeah, a lot of fans were making it canon. And canon. um especially canon. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> but it was a great game. It was a good story. I wish they would have I think it was based on Dan Aykroyd's uh, original script for the live action movie. It was it's a fun game. What you know about game? <laughs> Rocket. But now uh, what's the movie on? Is it it's Frozen Kingdom? Frozen, Frozen Empire. Empire. Frozen, Frozen Empire. Empire, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's like too serious a name. Yeah. Like yeah. I'm telling Ghostbusters so, when so hell it. freezes over. Like that shit would have been so fire. It should yeah. have been called Ghostbusters on Ice. Would have been the funniest <laughs> of all time. When the trailer first came on, when the trailer first came on, like I'm in the movie theaters, I didn't know anything about it or whatever. And it comes on, and it's like in New Jersey, and it's like oh, whatever. And then everything starts freezing, or whatever. And I'm like, are we doing a day after tomorrow? Like, what are we doing? That's what I, like, I, thought was, I thought it was like a redo, like a remake of a day after tomorrow. I was like, snap. Yeah, I'm not. I'm gonna need me one of them red coats. Yeah, I'm gonna need me one of them red coats. The motherfuckers was fresh. All right, nah. We got five minutes to talk about Inside Out too. That is not how much time you got, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) That's a really short trailer. It was. It was a tease. That's all we needed. It's like the most viewed animated trailer in Disney history or something like really? that. Really? Yeah. And it's like, well, yeah, you can watch it like 10 times in 30 seconds. Like, you can just That's a fact. watch it really fast. It's super yeah, quick. It's basically mm. definitely a teaser. What's the name? Maya Hawk is going to voice anxiety? I'm mm-hmm. obsessed with that already. I'm obsessed That's with anxiety. That's pretty great. I'm going to love that the whole thing. Do we know the, any of the other new emotions? Y- yeah. There was only just because I said ennui. Am I pronouncing it right? E N N U I. Sure. That is an emotion, <laughs> that and that's the reaction that it got when everybody read the thing that I read. Everybody was like, "What the fuck is that?" But that's going to be an emotion. I don't know who. Oh shit! Who the uh, Liza Lapara <laughs> is replacing Mindy Kaling, and uh, who's who's Why? doing Bill Hader? What? Yeah, Bill Hader and Mindy they Kaling aren't coming back. Way. I'm shocked Ooh. Lewis Black is coming back. Why? Bill I, Hader was in Finding Dory for 10 seconds. He couldn't do this. Like, he was like, no, I'm done. No idea. I'm done. 
But why? Inside Out is one of my all time favorite Pixar movies. Like, I'm yeah, so really hyped for this. Yeah. I mean, it's good enough to get the sequel. Not all of them, when you look at them, you think, like, they don't didn't really need a sequel or that was good, but it wasn't great. We don't need a Cars 4. <laughs> like, Inside sure Out 2, I was like, I was like, yes, yes, Inside Out 2. There's a hundred things. You I mean, bro, that, when the puberty button popped up at the end of the first one, that's all the, like, reference yeah. we need we're going to get a sequel yeah people mature people develop people advance it's it's they literally about weed. life <laughs> on weed yeah they they get it Mary, you, you in dallas day one inside I, out too yeah he's stoked See, that's, that's <laughs> so <own>. excited okay <laughs> <laughs> did he Here's he reacted to it. He's either fucking with us or his sound cut out. <laughs> Damn. He's sitting there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. But, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hating. That's, that's, that's the thumbs up of hate. Yep. It's not, man. <laughs> Hey, bro, you you know how sacred Inside Out to me is, bro. Like, I was trying to put Dallas on Inside Out when she was too young to get it. She did not like it when she when really came out. But now she's she the perfect little. age. No, she loves it now. Rainbow. My niece. Mm. Rocket, you gonna be the single so, old white dude in the Pixar movie in mid-June? Ah, uh, man, yeah, I'm gonna definitely see this thing. I get the vibe of it. Like, I know... Incredibles 2 took longer to come out, but that's the vibe I get. Like when Inside Out first dropped, people say, okay, when we get the second one? It's been nine years now. I'm yeah. excited for this one. The first, the first one was phenomenal. That, phenomenal. I know it's probably not, but the little pink emotion that's like in that hole right in the middle looks like Bing Bong. It looks like <laughs> Ennui to me. That's what I think. Well, Ennui. I, I saw a list. It's like four new ones. And that was the other one that stuck out because I was like, what? I'm going to put on we on break and we're going to come yeah. back. Have we all seen the killer, Merritt? No. OJ? <laughs> all right, so. Oh, yeah, I seen OJ. For like, <laughs> I guess for the next like 30 minutes or so, let's, let's do like a spoiler free killer slash David Fincher overall talk. And why, why is Seven his Spoiler best movie? Free? Spoiler free. I don't know if Merritt's going to watch this. Spoiler free? He doesn't kill anybody. Yeah, he does. I was... Sorry. Avoid spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> the eye in the Man. logo to the title got shot. Somebody died. Yeah. Somebody got killed on the poster. Yeah. Uh. So... I enjoyed it. Fincher himself yeah. doesn't claim Alien 3. Do y'all claim Alien 3 is a Fincher movie? Yeah. You know what? Um, I'll watch. It. If it's a version of it, I'll watch. It's the assembly cut. That's the closest it'll ever get to what he was trying assemble to do. Assemble these still. nuts. <laughs> <laughs> but no, nah, it's... They I, did him. They almost ruined his career with that. Yep. Has he worked with Fox again? I don't... Nah, I doubt well, it. Gone Girl was Fox. Gone Girl was Fox. Really? But it's probably a different regime at that point, right? I'm sure. It wasn't Disney. Right. What was that? When in 3D out? 
Alien 3 was 92. 92. 92. And his next movie was 7, right? 95. And then he did the game, and then fight him after that. So, of course, I mean, I mean, like, like Eric saying, Fight Club was Fox. They almost, you know, almost ruined his career, but then when you do a movie like 7, the game, Fight Club, Fox Nah, bro. Like, seven now. came you know out. I mean? like, seven so came out, and Fox was like, "Damn, we should have just let him cook." Yeah, really. Yep. Look at Damn, this, man. Yeah, because that'll be you read the production thing with Alien Three. It's amazing that anything got made. I remember Facts. a teaser trailer that they showed for the Adams Family. I bet you do. And and this trailer was talking <laughs> about um, is the. They're going to go to the most blah, blah, blah place of all you wouldn't believe. And they were supposed to be on Earth. That's how, you know, they, they were just going off of the script that they had. And then they, they didn't go nowhere near Earth. Welcome to Earth. And then uh, they were building sets because it was a wood planet. It, it's all, that production was. Yeah, yeah. shout out. And it's still not worse than Resurrection. He said what? I think it is. Would you say Rocky? I don't think I it's a documentary good. on behind the scenes of Aliens Three. That's uh, all. Hey, yeah. fuck for Day Alvarez for doing a new Alien movie, making me rewatch Alien Three and Alien Resurrection in August. <laughs> I'm excited. I like Alien Resurrection. I think it's fun. <laughs> I think it's fun. I think the basketball scene. That's is disgusting. Just a little fun. Oh my god! He's got a random ass basketball. It's scene, just man. a little fun. In the year 2798. No. I don't even hate Alien 3. I, yeah, like, to me, it's probably like the weakest, but like even like with it, I think of it like it's Fincher. I'm like, it's kind of got his style. Like when you it's, it's there. Yeah. I'm like, it's that. Like you can see right. it's not like a DOA movie. It's just like, wow, I can't believe they fucked with it that much. My, yeah. my, but my yeah, earliest memory. My earliest memory of Alien 3 is, like, my aunt worked at, like, a VH1 video, like, next to a gas station, and they had the poster outside. Ballhead Sigourney Weaver. That's, that's on, saw yeah. in the theaters. I bet you did. Yeah. You probably bought your own ticket. When I was shut up. <laughs> With your old ass. I, I was, I was, I was 10. Okay. Damn. Yeah. Kevin, <laughs> Kevin Hart. Damn. Right, Kevin, Kevin Hart over there. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> But yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> but no, um, so Merritt didn't see the killer. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Fumbled the bag. You know, said a lot going on. But we can say a lot about it. we can say a lot about that movie without spoiling. Like, I can talk about it. Like, it anyway. It's I like it. like hey, I tried to say in my review. It's like Fincher directing and executing the story and the plot and shit was like so like parallel to Fassbender as a character like the the meticulousness of the way everything played out like it was just really dope yeah very methodical very methodical that's a big word yeah. that I couldn't think of go ahead Eric go ahead Eric now I would say some of the best if not well it's entertaining. Usually, um, narration is used as a lazy screenwriting uh, um, make, but now this narration is like very entertaining. Yeah, like Fincher don't do yes. lazy. Yeah, and anything that uh, anytime somebody, especially 
use one of our favorite terms, normies. I forget exactly what he said about normies. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah he, he was like on the subway or something. Oh, he's like, I'm, li- I'm living, I'm living within the normies now. Yeah, I'm living within the normies. And the, it was and like y'all, the joke he made. It was on some Patrick Bateman type was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, it's and like if, saw, if Patrick was Bateman a, was a hitman. Yeah, that's yeah, that's, that's a, actually yeah. a good. Yep, kind of like. Or if Dexter were a hitman, there you go. If it was like, a, like less chaotic, but it was that kind of vibe. Merritt's gonna like watch it down. Yeah, that's what I, I told I my like mom. I said that to you. <laughs> I said he it, it, it seemed like some kind of Dexter character. That was the first thing I said. It's not not like that. Yeah, American Psycho is a good comparison. It's like not the same kind of, but it's like a similar vibe. Like yeah, guy was within himself, talking to himself, sees the world this way has an inner dialogue that apparently everyone in the world doesn't have. I found that <laughs> out like a few years ago that not everyone that lives has an inner dialogue. Nah, really? Just, I'm that fucking weirdo that when I'm by myself, I will talk out loud and I will answer myself. Like I'm that weirdo. Yeah. Mm. Like, I I, yeah I'll be talking, talking, talking in my head all the time. People are like, do you believe in God? And I'm like, I don't know. And it's like you start thinking, it's like, <laughs> I'm talking to somebody. I'm like, I'm having a whole fucking conversation. So it, so it, it's so really it, so it fits into that, it fits into that whole, that, that whole genre of like Dexter, you, American Psycho. Yeah. Because you, yeah. the guy you. talked to, the guy did yes, the same yeah. thing, right? Yeah. He, he did a lot of the talking, like he talks as if he's talking to the audience. Yes. Yes. But no, like, but the, you're taking it as him yeah. talking out loud. Has anybody yeah, read the graphic novel? No, I'm not. Nah, the French graphic novel. So I'm I'm curious if it if it plays out the same way. Yeah, that's a good question. Is probably Mary, basically yeah. if you think about it, the first the way I the way I watching the movie, the first thirty to forty minutes, it's he's doing a lot of monologuing to himself. He's talking, but it's like a slow bird in that first yeah. thirty to forty <clears throat> minutes. But once and he made an oopsie. Something happens. Then it picked the pace picks up, but I like the inner monologue, like, like Eric was saying, you know, he's narrating to himself about certain things he can and cannot do. Mm-hmm. You know, like he's like, you know, take a if, shit. You know, if you give empathy, empathy is weak. If you do this, yeah. you know, yeah. always be on your that's, that's all like, in the trailer. It, uh, like, it's all in the trailer. I wanted to say it, something. It makes sense. By his, sense. Based on his you know, actions. Be with me. Yeah, based yeah. on his actions. And yeah. with me is, you, you know, after the first, like, two or three times, okay, you get it. But by the fifth or sixth time, at, sometimes in a movie, that could be like, all right, this is repetitive, this is boring. Even though, like Eric said, even though it's repetitive and he continues saying this, it's entertaining because at any moment, I'm like, okay, when is he not going to follow the rules? You know, it's like, is he going to do it now and that's going to yeah. bite him in the ass later? Like season five of Dexter. Good? Yeah, yeah, that's what I was about to say. Just yeah. like Dexter. Yeah. Dexter eventually you know, so, went yeah. away from the code. He went away from the code. Yep. That was my biggest takeaway from Dexter. I was like, he lives his life by the code until yeah. those last couple of seasons. <laughs> it's like not about the code at all. Until those <laughs> last <laughs> couple of <laughs> trash this one, seasons. Mary, this one. You can tell when the road got bad. You, you can tell when the writing got bad in Dexter. Yeah. That's yeah. when the code stopped yeah. mattering. Well, one of those um, seasons was during a writer's um, strike. A writer's strike. But yeah, but yeah, now going yeah. back to this, this is it's a it's not even a spoiler. Going I mean, back to the you know he's going to have me. some interact violent interactions in the movie. He's gonna kill um, the killer. The killer is gonna kill probably. 
Killer Kill. I, I, I was about to hit that shit. <laughs> killer Kill. What did you do to my dog, B? Oh, uh, yes, kill me, B. But anyway, <laughs> boom, no, chicky man. boom, boom, chicky boom. <laughs> I described the killer to a friend of mine as um, time out. The, the total out. The Tom Cruise guy. Oh, no, 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 not him. I was uh, talking about my movie. Uh, Sig made a new friend. Sig uh, made no a new friend. friend. But no, I described this movie to this person as on the opposite end, spectrum-wise, of John Wick. How John Wick is super stylized. Yes. Over the top, he's just... As, um, light spoiler. I'm there's a fight in this movie that gun. is one of the best damn yes. fights I've seen. Yes, yes, As yes. far as... It, it looks realistic. They don't make him super... It, it, it's a good-ass... It's like, damn, they really going at it. Like, <laughs> they they slap box for 45 seconds and then it cut. I mean, that was a long day. They <laughs> slap box. <laughs> but yeah, but that's how you would imagine it would be. It's not, it wouldn't be neat. It wouldn't be choreographed. And But yeah, that was, that, that was a pretty, one of... That's like yeah, one of the first things he said. Like, a big part of this job is like, you have to be cool with being bored. And I was yes. like, yeah. that's like the opposite of John Wick. It's like at no point is John Wick bored doing his job. No. Or like Hitman, like the video game. It's like yeah. if, if that was not stylized. It's like it's that, but it's like if he was just waiting in a car for most of the movie. Right. But, but good. Better yeah. than that. And I like the soundtrack. Like he was always like listening to the music. Like he was listening to the Smiths the, the whole Smiths. time. Yeah. I thought that was a cool little touch. And then I like, like, you look at the soundtrack, and it's like the second or third song is just called Fuck. And I knew it exactly <laughs> what it was. But yeah, because up to that, it's like one way. And then the rest of the movie is more like, it's like a different way, kind of like Rocket said. It's like he's talking about, mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck about this, and I'm always listening to music. It's a nice thing. And then Fuck scene happens. And then it's like, a, mm-hmm. not a different movie, but it's like, it, you know, it, when, it, when, yeah, it's more like a snowball. Of when events. fuck happened, I, I w- did I say fuck out loud? I feel like I did. I, yeah, I, I, I feel like I, I was, I oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, oh, no. Shit just picked up. <laughs> but that's the thing is like, this movie, like certain movies, they try to they, they try to do that. They do with the pace, they, and then they have pacing issues. You know, if they go slow, they're fast. And they, but they don't know how to do it. The way Fincher does mm. it in this movie is perfect. You know, like I said, it starts off as a slow burn. You know, like Nick said, you know, he's talking about, you know, being bored. You know, if you don't like waiting, this isn't for you, he says, or something to that degree in the beginning. This is the beginning of the movie, and it sets up what the events are going to happen down the road. But with the, there is no, like, you know, like I was saying, it goes from slow burn to picking up. Some directors would have issues with pacing. The way Fincher does it, it's like smooth transition. Yeah, it's not like it was boring leading up to No. But it was no. like a different. It was similar. Yeah, American uh, American Psycho is actually a real good fit until yeah. it's like a really mm-hmm. good comparison. Where for a lot of the movie, he's not really doing anything necessarily. Yeah. He's you know in a boardroom. He's in a car with Reese Witherspoon. Like he's he's not really doing obsessing much, over business he's cards about his life. He's doing his make. He's, he's returning his, like, videotapes. Yeah. He's doing, <laughs> you know, He's exercising. He's telling you his thing, and you're just like you're drawn into it. This Chasing is a very bitches with chainsaws. He's talking about Dave McDonald. Yeah. He's you Another know movie McDonald's and doing this, and the next thing it's like, oh shit, this is you know 
he's got to put the pedal to metal a little bit. If you think about it too, there's a movie we're not talking about that Fincher did, which I think is underrated. Zodiac. And has kind of a well, Zodiac's awesome, but Panic Room. Panic Room. Yeah. Remember, you got Jodie Foster and a young boy, Kirsten um, Stewart, in a Panic Room, and they're there for ninety percent of the movie. And I'm like, indeed. <laughs> okay, Leo. okay, Leo. You know, and it's they're, so, in the room. It, they're in a room. They got nowhere to go. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like, to a degree, something similar because you got the two two main characters are in this one small space, but yet he makes it thrilling. Yeah, it is. Panicrim is good. Jared Leto with cornrows. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's the thing. Like that Fincher, like he's got to be my fourth favorite director ever. He does. He doesn't have a bad movie as much as like Mank is kind of mid. He just doesn't have a bad movie. Yeah. Motherfucker, don't miss. I don't even like. like I said, like I don't even hate Alien Three. Like, if you're looking at it's like that's his worst movie by a wide margin. Yeah. I'm still like, I don't. And it's still that his first real movie. movie. Yeah. Like that yeah, was his first. His first, first movie. movie. Um, yeah. Studio movie. Not, he did like, a lot of music. His music video for the majority of his career yeah. prior to that. So. It's like, what's his next worst movie? Like the game. The game the kind game of kicks ass. Room? Like the game is yeah. awesome. By any other respect, mm-hmm. like you look, anybody else makes the game. It's like, probably oh, their best man, movie ever. But it's, but it's like he did the game, and then you compare it to like what's his best, and it's like seven. Stephanie uh, McMahon did the game the too. Social network, and you're like, wow, okay, yeah, no, he doesn't miss. This <laughs> man does not miss. It's like uh, Mank. It's like Randy says with Mank. Like it was okay, but it was. If it, it, it was, it's not even that it's okay. Like it's like. It's it's amazing. It's brilliant. It's awesome. Do I watch it? No. It no. put me to sleep. It's really boring. It's yeah, not. Yeah, you're not gonna get get the popcorn like, and to watch. Yeah. Tank. It's like a spectacularly made film, and I'm like, I to me, that think. probably goes lower on his ranking yeah. just because I don't personally love it. But I'm like, you're comparing that to like, was it Benjamin <clears throat> Button? Is not like Benjamin Button's probably like middle of the pack, and it's like. For some people, Benjamin Button is probably like one of the best movies of all time. Like that's somebody's favorite movie in the world. Yeah, my dad loves Benjamin Button. Mm-hmm. And it's like, so yeah. yeah. It's, and by it's the way, insane filmography when you look at. Let's it. get Panic Room on Blu-ray or or K or some shit. Yeah. That shit needs to come get. Yeah, a that's right. indeed. For sake, yeah. And from Panic what I heard, I read too, like Panic. about a year ago, that they were, it was supposed to come out. Within like the well, last two or three years, yeah, a Blu-ray yeah, and a 4K were on deck, and then they just changed their mind. Sony yeah. are putting school yeah. days out in 4K soon. Oh boy! And yeah. it's like, can we please get Panic Room? Anniversary just a though. Crumb of Panic Room, please, please. But, but going back to the make for a second, you got <clears throat> also respect um, David Fincher because man? of why he made the movie. Hmm. Say what, Randy? I heard the Mank. That's not what oh, it's called, Mank. sir. <laughs> the We're going back. I mean, who wrote who wrote the movie? What did his dad? Yeah, Jack yeah. Fincher, who passed yeah. away like seventeen years prior, and he made that movie for his father. Yeah. Did I know that? That's dope. That's dope. Yeah, that's fire. That's dope. Yeah. That's dope. The only person who would even like think about like the only other person who does things like that is like. Like Richard Linklater would do something like that. Yeah, like he would have some kind of passion project that he would see to it. Boyhood would be made yeah. like that. Like Boyhood. Isn't he doing another movie like, that he's gonna film over like thirty years? 
Yeah, that's what I said. I better fucking be alive when that comes out. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> How you gonna be pissed? That's gonna be my last thoughts. Be like, fuck Lake Lake. Spirit is gonna be pissed. <laughs> fuck Lake. I'm gonna be like, I can haunt his estate like Christmas Carol. <laughs> like, where's the movie? Where's School of Rock Two? <laughs> you better be more worried about him being alive. Yeah. Than you. He, even though he's like sixty something now and will be dead long before I am, I'm gonna be <laughs> That's pissed. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> still be pissed like that motherfucker didn't put out his movie <laughs> son of a bitch nah. anyway but I digress this whole episode has been digressing I love that's Gone another, Girl that's crazy <laughs> crazy Gone Girl yeah, might be my top in my top three that's mm-hmm. crazy it's not not like that's what I'm saying I look at my ranking it's one of those I'm kind of the same way with Marvel now, too. Anytime I put one in and I put it low, I'm like, fuck. Well, it either has to be high or it has to be low. It can't just be, like, middle anymore. It's like there's, Yo, like, a good movie, kind of this. A like, good Marvel movie? A good Marvel movie could be, like, 20th. Yeah, now, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, it's, it's, it's insane. It's insane because you can leave the movie theater like, Yo, this is one of the best Marvel, Marvel movies I've ever seen. And you're not lying. But then there's like it's 19 crazy. other best movies you've yeah. ever seen. That's like, what I'm saying. At the end of the day, like, something's like got to be last. Way. Something's got to be last at the end of the not day. Not even in like yeah. a dirty way. It's just like a lot of them are four out of fives. And I'm yeah. like, okay, that kicked ass. It's 19th out of 30. Are we just transitioning into the Marvels you know discussion into? now? Then you know what you run into? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Are we transitioning into the Marvels discussion now? Yeah, no. right before we get off of Fincher, we got to no, mention no, his, no. Yeah. his secret weapon. Trent Reznor and um, Atticus Ross. Thank yep. you. Yes. Score was fire. Was going. Score was fire. Man. It always yeah. is. How long has he been rocking guys. with them since Social Network? Um, Social Network. I think yeah. in my rev- in my YouTube video, I said Dragon Tattoo. I knew I was wrong. Yeah. I can Social Network, which, Social which they won what? Some statue. Motion picture arts and sciences. Yep, they some, won that Oscar. Some statue, and which was funny, they were double nominees uh, for Mank and Soul. Oh, and of course they won for Soul. <laughs> so Soul. yeah, those those, those dudes you talk about can't miss. Just bye, they bye just did the score for for Mutant Mayhem. <clears throat> Ooh, that's that's another one. Those dudes. Yeah, <laughs> but I, I can remember seeing the Social Network in the theater. And they must was that like their first movie score ever? Yeah, that was uh, with with, with him at least. Yeah, I can remember yeah, I seeing know. the name on the theater, yeah. being like Brett Reznor, right? Not Inch Nails. I remember like looking, being like, "Yeah, this is gonna ass." And the score actually standing out to me, like being like, "This is so cool." And then yeah, and then they won the Oscar, and I remember being like, "They should win the Oscar." <laughs> I remember that score. It's not now just some transition score. Because of Nine Inch Nails, that fucking Nine Inch Nails shirt from Captain Marvel was in the Marvels. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, look at you. That was a horrible transition. That was fire. Was that the Shut the fuck up, Nick. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> that transition was jarring. So we've all seen it. Yeah. All of y'all like yeah. it less than me. So clearly, y'all all hate women. What? I hate cats. 
<laughs> Bro, the we're not hating. We're not hating on the cats. And with all due respect to Papa Papa Goodman, we are not hating on that singing planet because it had a fire ass fight scene at the end, and the cats pushed the plot forward. I actually loved the cats. I liked even the singing planet. Like I, I can just hear it. Like you get online, there will be people that call it cringe or whatever. But like. I like no. the audacity of the yeah. singing planet. Yeah. Like, it's very weird. How many, like, 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 me and Mary said this shit on the phone yesterday. How Three different Guardians of the Galaxy movies. How many goofy-ass fucking planets have they introduced yeah. that nobody says shit about? Right. The dude looked like a carrot, and it was just funny. And we were just like, how he's a carrot. And it's like, this one, they People had a singing planet. I, 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 I like the audacity. Yeah. Like, I was like, yeah. it's very weird. And the thing with the cats... <sighs> Was weird. Well, Corky Sturgis like, and Ragnarok too. Yeah. yeah, Ragnarok had some quirky ass shit in it too. Yeah, yeah like, like all, all like the 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 God Planet in Love and Thunder wasn't cringe. Come on. Yeah, but well, we don't oh, talk. Wow. <laughs> Everything with Russell Crowe and Zeus and the orgy in Love and Thunder wasn't cringe. Come the fuck on. I can just hear it. Like that's what I can say. Like I like Love and Thunder more than I guess all of y'all. That's a really. fact. I, that's yeah, you yeah, absolutely. <laughs> something to like like i like i told mary yesterday it took me the rewatch in february to realize like yeah this is the worst mcu movie period mm. i am flabbergasted I, I, I would rather watch I, eternals I know, on a loop like, it was the thing the thing like that worked <laughs> Nick, Nick, listen That's, to me it was too I much Tyka. if you can answer this one question for me nick if you can answer this one question for me then maybe I'll move it up, okay? Um, the God Butcher, right? His name is the God Butcher. His he didn't put his name. Shit. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, who, who, who uh, we, yeah, right. How many, how, many, how, many, how, many, how many guys did he butcher? Like, did he, did he, on did he, did he screen? screen? They said on the No, 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 no. Killed the big one. Nick, 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 Nick. Your Nick, 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 you can't be there like, the God. Bro. Planet. You watch a whole movie full of God. They had a lot of time. They were just sitting there. We not going to let it slide. We not going to let it slide that marriage just became a Nickelodeon commercial. <laughs> they did. But. They got to that snowy planet. They take me back to Stick Take me back to and he was like, face here. He was like, oh, it was one of the nicest gods you could have ever imagined, or whatever the fuck. And like, Sif was there, and she was missing her arm. He butchered that guy, whatever that thing was. Off screen, we didn't see him butcher. Yeah. Well, no, he was <laughs> butcher. Listen, listen, you can't be a butcher. In my mind, you're not a butcher until like you're really killing shit. The fr- if you got one kill, then you're just a killer. I don't. What if you work in a yeah. meat market? I- but that counter first thing 
Christian Bale, like Gore, was not one of my favorite parts of the movie. Like if I if I would have make notes like what they could improve on, I was like, yeah, Gore was like underutilized. But just the things that did work for me, I think worked more for me than anyone else. Like like the emotional mm. stuff really worked for me. And then I thought some of the funny parts were funny, which I guess nobody yeah. else. The marbles the goat. I thought the goats were like funny. The Marvels and yeah. oh, no, stuff. Well, well, speaking, speaking of which, that yeah, we actually Marvels supposed stuff. to be talking about. So, <laughs> so whatever. Marvels, so the Marvels for me. Yo, check it out, check it out, check it out. If you have not seen the Marvels yet, we spoiling everything. So oh, come back when you're done. Nothing you. is off limits. The Marvels. I, I told Randy yesterday. I don't think Mar- the Marvels was a great movie. Person, yeah, of course, of course not. I don't think it was a great movie per se, but I was highly entertained by it. It was very like I watched it two times, right? The thing that I told Randy, I had the experience of going with a 12-year-old and a two-year-old, right? Girls, right? Watching the movie the first time, I left it highly entertained, and I could genuinely say, hey, you know what? I would do that again. I liked it, right? The second time watching it, now I'm watching it to nitpick and figure out what it is I saw and those things. And what I left the movie the second time saying was, okay, Marvel committed to saying, we're not making this movie for our core core audience. This is not for y'all. This is for little girls. This is for 12-year-old little girls. They made this movie for them and they committed to make it this movie for them and i applaud them you had a strong white girl you had a strong black girl you had a strong teenage indian girl that's fire the 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 conversation the way they spoke the language was the way that my daughter is the way she talked and as the movie was going on she was repeating the things that they were saying because that's how she really talked right what did nova say the way or about she was just in love with Miss Marvel. Nah, she's, that was her. That's you her said, home. you said, Nova said, oh, shit. Oh, at the end of the movie? Oh, yeah, Nova absolutely said, she said, oh, shit, daddy. <laughs> he did it two times. He said, she said, oh, shit, daddy, twice. But <laughs> the, the movie was highly entertained. It wasn't made for us. And it, was made it for had me. some quirky parts. And it had some parts that I left the movie laughing. I love the way that they used the cats though i did i yeah. love the way that they found a reason to use them you know what i mean <laughs> in, all of the, in all of the in all of the videos where people are judging this movie whatever they hate two things they hate they hate the singing planet and they hate the cats that's what they hate and everybody that talks about this movie they talk about those two things those are two things they hate trash opinions right? they hate those things the fact that they found a unique way from the first Marvel movie with this cat, they found a way to bring it back Flirking. and make it work for them. Flurking. Is that what you called it? Yeah. The flurking. It. It's a cat, bro. It's a bunch but he, of cats. he got tentacles. <laughs> he got tentacles that come out his mouth. But the fact that they, they, made, they made that an important part of the movie where they had no way off of this ship or whatever. And then they found a unique way to use it. I thought that was genius. That yeah. was so funny. Yeah. But that was when, the, when the cat started spitting them out in the ship before they landed, I was like, oh, we about to have a problem. 
but it didn't really like yeah, yeah, overcrowd or anything. The only thing that could have made that better for me, though, I am interested to know where the fuck do they go? Like, I want to see them. Like, when the cat eats with them, I want to see where they at. Like, I want to see that. Like, I've been <laughs> I'm like, where the fuck do they go? Like, no, yeah, that's, no, that's, I was like, for my that because, like, I don't know. Like, you would have assumed like maybe the cats were gonna be in it to like for a fight scene or something like that. But it's like I never would have been like, like they were just like we have to get everybody off the ship. They were just like so just let them get eaten and they were running away. And I was, it was like genius, this is weird. Like I'm laughing. It's insane. Yeah. It was genius. Yeah. Was like, and the girl was like, like that's what I said. That was like the moment we like flirted with getting like a full four stars. Like it probably wouldn't have moved up much in my ranking, but I was just like. I was like, dude, this is so... Nah, bro, she looked stupid. the other way. Like, the it was two was like, cats right there. I was like, oh, shit, they got her. Yeah, the girl's like against the wall. She looked over. It was just like two cats. I was like... It was like that scary movie moment where you think you're safe. Yeah. 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 Like, I was like, this is so... Like, that was like like some James Gunn level. Like, this would happen in a Guardians movie. And it yeah. wouldn't be the same. But it was... But they did borrow like, from yeah, Guardians, though. Day, it, was that it was kind of short. The movie was only like two yeah. hours. <clears throat> if not even that. Like, I think it was hour 45. I was like, could have... Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, 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 the yeah. Sega Planet, the Sega Planet, what made that unique and cool is that it kept escalating. Like, I don't know if y'all... See, I've seen it twice. So, but like, it kept that that scene. They didn't overdo the singing, for one. Yeah. They could have overdone the singing. They didn't overdo it, Right. Like, it started with singing. I was like, oh, that's kind of odd, blah, blah, blah. They didn't overdo it. But the situation kept escalating. Like, it went from, they, they did the singing, right? And then she found, they found out she was a princess. And that then, shit was and funny. Like the arranged thing, marriage right? thing was hilarious. Mm-hmm. But then, and then it kept escalating. Even to her changing her, her like, into a dress and her hair or whatever. It's like, oh, this shit keeps escalating. Like, this is getting crazier and crazier. Like, I thought all of that was uniquely done. But they're killing this nah, movie. Nah, bro. The but way they, like, they was going to the castle and, like, Kamala was into it. Why aren't you guys dancing? And then, like, Monica, was, Monica was kind of dancing. And then... Yeah, it got to that point. She was like... Yeah. <laughs> she was into the thing. And yeah, then the prince like, came out. And then he was singing, but then he started talking. Oh, he's bilingual. Yeah, yeah that's that yeah, shit that killed me. That shit killed it's me. It's funny, and like, and the point of the scene in like a lot of the things that I've already seen people kind of picking apart, it, it like anything that's kind of like weird or like odd is treated that way in the movie. Like they yeah. start singing and whatever, and it's not like everyone else starts singing. They're walking through like what the fuck, and like you said, like they, it's like next scene goes, she's got a new dress on. They're looking, they're like, what the yeah, fuck? Yeah, they looked at her like and, right. And, like, you know, later in the scene, like, anytime Kamala says some shit or does something, it's like later people will talk about the, well, she went, oh, Captain, my Captain. It immediately goes to Monica looking at her like, like, what? And I was like, anything they do in the movie, it's not like they're just doing it for a cringy, like, little moment. <laughs> it's like they're doing it, and then it's like a side eye, like, Jesus. I appreciated yes. that. Like, I was like, all of that was fine like, to Her fangirling, you know, but things, the pop culture reference, it, it, it was money. Yeah, it. Yeah, I was laughing. Also, yeah, a lot of like the humor, it, which is not yeah. always, except for with Love and Thunder, where it was funny the whole time. <laughs> no, Dud and <laughs> Thunder. Yeah, I, like, I like how you I'll just you. snuck that in there. I'll get you there. We'll, we'll enjoy that. Dud and Thunder. Nah. So I want to leave like John. Marvel too. I'm gonna hate the rewatch before <laughs> Thor Five. 
Yeah, I want to lead y'all into something right quick Uh-oh. with the Marvels. So I technically saw this movie twice, also. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. What was it, I wanted to ask you what the mid credit scene was in your yeah. original screening? So uh, for Merritt and Rocket, I saw this movie back in June. Mm-hmm. I saw a test screening, and the um, <laughs> what's that, Nick? <laughs> I said Merritt looks pissed. <laughs> it should have been me. I just paid attention. No, so I forgot. I forgot how I got it. I mean. So first of all, this is the first NDA I ever signed in my life. It's weird, the the process they go through. They called me the night before I went to see the movie. You ain't going to say shit, right? They asked me. Is this Mr. What? Is this Mr. Yeah, Stigmore? No, seriously, yeah. They, this is Kevin Feige. And they, um, they, they were asking, <laughs> um, like, uh, um, because I didn't know what the movie was at that point. And they were like, are you uh, more a fan of a DC movies or Marvel? And I was like, man, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, and then we went to the the AMC blindfolded, and then um, we might as well have been. They started passing a um, bag on your head. They had the um, the what's the name of um, the papers we had to fill out the NDA, and then Blood we type, got in there and then that's when they told us, "Like, oh, we're gonna watch, so we're gonna watch um, the Mar- the Marvels," <laughs> and um, they had one of those, um, you know, those. Those stupid trailers where they show the audience reactions and um yeah. and like um night vision. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. They had those cam. They had those cameras in there. That's called the paranormal activity trailer. Yeah. yeah, that like that trailer. They had those night vision cameras that measure excitement and stuff like that. But anyway, so the visual effects weren't done. Um, like the the final act when she's trying to close up the um the thing really? to the other universe. Yeah. Um, like. 80% of the visuals weren't done. It was it was looking at the animatics and mm. some shots were like uh, storyboards. Mm. Um, the, the score wasn't done. Ooh. So, and even um, I was telling Nick this, um, they didn't, when they showed the credits, the, the art sequence for the, the end credit scenes, they didn't even have, um, they were like written by um, TVA. They didn't even have the final credits there. Time variance. But the scene that's, <laughs> Stupid, that, that was funny. The TV. <laughs> I think you mean the ATV, but um, <laughs> but uh, so the thing, everything was the same. I was, I was like, man, this movie was short, and I just assumed that they didn't show everything. But everything was the same except the the visuals were done. The biggest thing that was different is the mid credit sequence. So they didn't reshoot the mid credit sequence. They just did something to one of the characters. The version I saw did not have Beast. It was it was a regular doctor. He had basically the same dialogue. He wasn't in a mocap suit or anything. Was it Kelsey Grammer? Uh, interesting. Nah, it was just a regular like um, Doctor Fraser. Doctor Fraser Crane, day, day player. No, I was just like some regular day player actor. He was like, um, and he didn't mention anything. He's like, oh, she seems to have amnesia, but um, we're working on that. The activity in her brain is very unique. And everything else is the same. It is it is the same thing. The only thing they did was CG Beast on top of his doctor and change mm-hmm. the dialogue. Mm-hmm. Like when they stood up at the end, did you still see the X-Men thing in the background or any of the, that? that? That wasn't there, no. Yeah. Okay. So it's like... Yeah, they, so they, they absolutely they added that. And Did they allude... Or did they like talk to you at the end or anything like that? Like did they allude that maybe that would be different? Or that the point of that scene was just... <laughs> 
her reunited. The point of that scene was her reunited. The, the big point of the scene, the way I saw it, was just her reunite with the version of her mother who was Miss, uh, who was Captain yeah. Marvel. Binary. Would that mean, though, like, not to, would that mean this takes place before Multiverse of Madness? Or is this a different universe where she is also Captain Marvel? He mentions... And that's... that's I didn't, the, that's I didn't a, think yeah. of that. Because yeah. Beast mentions Professor X. So it could be yes. the Multiverse yeah. of Madness Illuminati universe before Multiverse yeah, of right. Madness. Because are we saying like Miss Marvel takes place like a year or so ago? Maybe two? Right. And this movie <laughs> picks up. <laughs> that's the right. that's that's the clarity of all this. Is that's the like shit we I talk about. <laughs> like we would it's, well, not, like we it's not before Multiverse of Madness though. Nah, no, I don't think. I think, I think it's on a separate universe. Because Maria, Maria is a totally different character than she is in Multiverse. Yeah, of she had a different suit in Multiverse of Madness. She's totally did. She's she, in, in Multiverse of Madness. But, she's actual uh, Captain Marvel. When they're like all, all right, like right, sharing right. memories and brainwaves and shit, doesn't don't they like kind of show that uh, like Carol went back during the blip because Mariah was sick while they were talking, right? Yeah, that's yeah. what that's that's what I took. Yeah, because that's what she was like. She was like <laughs> she didn't want to win the race and be Captain Marvel and all that shit. Yeah, all that stuff. It, earmuffs. We have little ears. Oh. <laughs> she, she said she said the word that I just said. Right. I yeah, she's good. She's good. All that stuff. But yeah, but honestly, my my assumption is my assumption is um, because they were really specific with. Um, cause they took a, like a group of 20 people up and I imagine they would do this at every test screen and, and they would ask them about what do you think the movie needed? How would you improve this? Did you, the questionnaire was after the movie. And like, then they did threw you like away the all the planet? suggestions. Yeah. Did you, did you like the singing planet? Which character do you think should have been fleshed out? It was, I'm like, man, it's like a damn test. The one thing <laughs> I will say that Miss Marvel and the Marvels combined, I'm done with the parents being overprotective. Like. Yeah, but yeah. well, they kind of gave up with that in the end. They yeah. said, kind of, yeah. But like, if I will see her parents again, you know, what I'm saying she's a kid. So like, the next time, like in in the in the new Avengers, however we get the young Avengers, I, I don't need the overprotective right. parents and brother again. They were yeah, that's funny. I think this movie. I think this movie is better if it's not the Marvels. See, like I think that. It being the Marvels, put put cap like be, it being a more put a pressure on it to be a more serious movie, right? Because we expect the Captain Marvel character to be <clears throat> more serious, right? I yeah. feel like this was more of a Kamala Khan, Miss um, Marvel movie. Yeah, Captain Marvel. Like I feel like this is what was a her movie and not a because they they kind of painted it more of like a. Captain Marvel and the Marvels movie. It's kind of made like that, right? Which brought a certain expectation for them for it to be more serious. But if if they would have introduced it as just a Kamala Khan or a Miss Marvel movie, I think it I think people would have yeah. went into it expecting yeah. it to be what it was. But you know, they wouldn't they wouldn't trust her to carry the whole movie. Nah. So yeah. That, kinda, that was the that was the Marvel thing. Yeah, That's, I thought all three of them like, kind of got like even screen time and all of that. No, no, they did. Yeah, they did. But I feel like I feel like I think that there's a certain way when you're 
when you're advertising and you're presenting a movie based on the tone of it, if you if you present this as a Miss Marvel movie, right? Because of the tone of it and how it is, it fits to be a movie that was her movie for her age group. If that makes sense. Yes. Not no. Yeah. That's not how they marketed it. <clears throat> no, that's, not, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the marketing took that hard, hard swerve. The yeah. marketing shift. Like, you go on Instagram or whatever, and they'll give you, like, an Avenger returns. And it's footage of her in in-game fighting Thanos, where she was in it for 30 seconds, 60 seconds. In the trailers, yeah. in the trailers, as they did more and more trailers, which... I always say this, they do way too many trailers for way the Way too many, yeah. But as they did trailers, as the trailers went on, when they got to like the third or fourth trailer, each tra- trailer became more of a Captain Marvel movie yep. trailer than it and was the Marvels. The first one was like about all of them, right? But yeah. that fourth one is strictly her. You hardly even see Monica Rambeau and uh, Miss Marvel in the last trailer. Yeah, yeah. I didn't even watch the, that like last one they did like nah. a week ago. Like, I didn't even watch I started it, and the beginning was like Iron Man and Captain America, America. and all this stuff. That I was like, I'm embarrassed because it was just like how you. Get, it's like they're clearly struggling to market this movie, and it's just like you, the hype's not there. The hype's not there, but you should market it as what it is. Yeah, but because when you watch the movie, they all get equal amount of screen time. That's true. But if you re- when you really watch the movie, this was really more a Miss Marvel movie. Her family was throughout in the movie. But like it was. Yeah. If you didn't watch the show, you don't know who she is. That and uh, that's I think you that's really where the criticism like, is coming from. They they kind of hold your hand with the Miss Marvel stuff a little bit because there is a lot like with her bangle and her family and all this stuff and how she got her powers and how long she's had them. They kind of hold your hand with all that. If yeah. you didn't watch WandaVision, they don't even explain. <laughs> Monica. What Monica is she, doing? Up. She went through I a witch's hex. Like, oh yeah, it does work in space. They now. sprinkle a yeah, reference was, out there. there. Was thing about, like I always wanted to go to space, and I'm like, oh, you're there. Yeah, it was a. Yeah, that's like it wasn't a lot of building of Captain Marvel either from the last time we saw her. When you really think did. about it, it wasn't a lot of what Captain Marvel has been up to lately, or her, yeah. or, or or development of her, or pushing her. They didn't. So the last time we saw movie, her was in Shang Chi, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They pushed well, Marvel forward yeah, no. a lot in this movie. Like the next time we like we see her, people are going to be looking forward to seeing her. But for her, it's like this is like a coming out party for her. The other two, not so much. This is more of a her movie to me. I feel like what do we I'm surprised we didn't talk. Um go ahead, Rocket Ray. No, I feel like this movie, like I said, maybe I'm out of all you guys the, the one who liked it the least. Not Woman that it's hater. a great movie, but <laughs> I felt that like first off, the editing was not good. I felt <laughs> like I felt like what they did was you know, they all have reshoots, but I feel like it was more of yes, it's a movie, but I felt I agree with Merritt. It was more of a more of a movie because maybe people didn't see the shows this is who this new character is, in a sense. At the end of the day, though, I feel like they the movies was was chopped up, and they just sort of put the best things. They they pieced it together. Um, that being said, I thought all three characters had when they were together great chemistry. Another chemistry. 
um, how they interacted with each other. I thought some of the fight teams were dope when they would use one power, one with flashes. Zip, you know what I mean? Like, I thought that was kind of yeah. dope. When, when, Mon- when, when, when in Monica in was in, the Kam- in, in Kamala Khan yeah. house, and she threw that dude, yeah. flew mm-hmm. through him, came back, stole him again. That shit and was so cool. Yeah. That yeah. shit was so cool. But also, we were out of fly, and then she fell, and then it was... This ended up being Captain Marvel. Thought, he goes, "Oh, okay, it's just Carol." Like that. that yeah. Shit was like, <laughs> yeah. I was like, it. "Wait, this is pretty chaotic." But also, yeah. like, yeah. I think Imani uh, Valani, who played Miss Marvel, I thought she stole the move. She stole the scenes. I think she was it pretty great. Been, I think it should have been like, like Merit saying, maybe it should have been called the like Miss Marvel, and then you have Brie Larson, Monica Rambeau, you know, them as co-starring because that's how i feel i feel like this should have been a captain marvel 2 movie brie larson is the big name the major character who are people already familiar with if you haven't seen the tv shows and yet she was kind of like a side character and what was supposed to be maybe her lead a movie that she was supposed to help lead you know what i mean like that's the thing is is oh i think the movie was a mess to a point but overall it was entertaining. Like, I have to watch it again. Fun. Like, I gave it 6 out of 10 because, you know, it was somewhere to take... I think I got to rewatch it again a different way. Because, Mary, you hit it on the head. Like, now that you said it's... It was more gauged for the teenage young girls. You know, the young girls. Because, you know what I mean? Like, that's... I didn't... I'm going into the scene like, okay, this is another MCU movie and all that. But... Now thinking about what you said, it was more gauged for the younger group of kids. You know what I mean, like mm. young girls <clears> and all that. And that's but, what should happen. Like I, I don't yeah. know if we know, because I, I feel like we're we're this we're because the MCU started with us and we're so invest invested. I don't think overall, as Marvel fans, as fans of these type of movies or whatever, I don't think that we know overall that who they're targeting is going to change. Like, I, I feel like we don't understand that. Now, I'm not talking about us specifically, us five. I'm not talking about us. But I'm yeah. talking about overall Marvel fans in general. Because it started with us, we're thinking that this is supposed to, we're supposed to, it's supposed to grow with us. Is how we look at it. As mm-hmm. a fan, right? As fans. And I'm thinking that Marvel, at some point, or if they haven't already started, they're going to say, there's a whole group of kids that's coming up now that we need to gear this towards because they're the ones who's going to be watching these movies or paying their money the next 20 years. Yeah, they, At some point, we're going to be the old people who are not going to be going to the movies no more to them. Shit, speak for well, yourself. And, 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 <laughs> like us, us five, we're going to watch this to the day it ends. We're going to, us five, we'll watch this to the right. end. We're going to follow this good, bad, or indifferent. But I feel like a lot of people fell off after the Infinity War or Endgame, excuse me, after Endgame, like after the Infinity uh-huh. Saga. Lames. Like a lot of people, you know, it was like, you know what? That was good enough for me. I'm good yeah. with the MCU <clears throat> movies. Well, you not know, just they, I, Marvel Studios themselves fell off. I mean, yeah, it's well, like, it's obviously no direction. Like what, what we were talking about earlier, like where's yeah. everything going? Right. And it's that's just, the thing. And like to me, like it's it's different if there's a movie that we're going to choose coming out but I've never seen movies one and two of, and we're going to talk about it on the show. You know what? I'll go back and watch one and two yeah. and then catch up. A but lot of normies won't do that. And they're like, just whatever. And I feel like I don't want to go into 
a movie that's a huge franchise in the what I'm talking about as an MCU franchise and do homework. Like if I didn't know, see any of the shows, I have to now watch WandaVision, spend time watching that and now go watch, spend time watching Miss Marvel now to understand somewhat what's happening in the Marvels where, like we said earlier, if you went in this movie blind, you're going to be lost. But it's also like they, they would end phases with an Avengers movie. Like, there was always that checkpoint. Yes. And now, yep. like, they got this... I don't know, like, Infinity War and Endgame was so big that Kevin Feige thinks that Avengers movies can only end the saga now. Like, Phase 4 ended with Wakanda Forever. Phase 5 started with Quantumania. It's not not really, like, passing off no baton, you know what I'm saying? Like, no, Ultron right. and Ant-Man handed off to Civil War. Ant-Man is in Civil War. Like, you know, you pass mm-hmm. the baton. Yeah. There was one point where the scene from the next movie was literally the mid-credit scene. Yeah. Yes. Early, early yes. on. Yes. Yeah. And, and I feel like, they, like Randy, you said the Avengers movies were like, that's the chapter. You know, the first Avengers was the end of chapter one. Yeah. Avenger, Age of Ultron was the end of chapter two. But it, but it wasn't over. It was just the end of that Kang chapter. Kang Dynasty is going to come, and we're going to have all these heroes team up in Kang Dynasty who ain't never worked together before, who ain't familiar together. So Brave New World that, is supposed to problem. supposedly yeah. gonna like tease a new Avengers team, but that's two years but away that's now. That's what I was saying earlier. But that's right. exactly what I was saying earlier when I said I'm breaking this up into two different things. Where all the way up until <clears throat> was the simplistic MCU, and then we have this complicated MCU because, like I said before, in the Infinity Saga, when you really think about it, it was five main superheroes they were dealing with and a bunch of supporting characters right it was easier to mold it was easier to do but then you would get thor in the strange post-credit scene ant-man was in civil war the new heroes would get integrated and 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 referenced before infinity war where they all came together seamlessly like like y'all said where's sean t been even the supporting characters were important. Like, like Vision was a supporting character, who, but he was like, a big deal. Strange, right? Shuri, a, a, Ant-Man, right. Captain Marvel. Those are like the Spider-Man are the big heroes now. Right. These motherfuckers don't know nothing about Shang-Chi. These motherfuckers don't know nothing about She-Hulk. These motherfuckers don't it's know nothing about Moon Knight. It's too many. And that's the one that the one that gets me is the Shang-Chi one. Because, like I said, yeah. you got the ten rings. I get it. I, I would have felt better if I called the mid-credit scene the second mid-credit scene. Because if you think about it, when, you know, Kate Bishop shows up, that was kind that of That feels like, like a, it should have been a mid-credit scene. Mid-credit scene and the one with, you know, Beast and all that should have been an end-credit scene. I feel it would have made more sense if Imam Vellani would have showed up at Shang-Chi's place. Or Shang-Chi would have knocked on the door and said, hey, look, remember, at the end of Shang-Chi... One of the but, end credit scenes is, you know, you got you know, Mark Ruffalo saying, you know, it's like a beacon. This is a beacon. This yeah. is that, whatever. Okay, by the time we see Shang-Chi, he's going to be in a freaking walker. Yeah. I, mean, I can't remember the last time. I mean, it's... With it, that it said, no though, this is, Kate Bishop has been rumored to be in, like, the last three or four movies. I'm just glad they finally did it. Yeah, no, I get that. They finally got him lost around to it. And, and, like, and did, you, did you know was? that Ant-Man had a daughter? Yeah, it's like yeah. it's cute, but it's also kind of the shit that people have been making fun of for a little while now. Where it was just like, it's like they it, they're they're playing their hand 
it's like they're getting to the point where they're playing their hand a little too late. It's like we're still teasing the X-Men. Right. And it's still like it doesn't feel official because she's in some other universe. That doesn't yeah. feel like that's our piece. That, that yesterday. Yeah. It's like she's in another universe. They could leave that alone forever and we could never see her again. It would be like, well, she was in another universe. I'm sure they'll make fun of this in Deadpool 3. Which, by the way, is the only scheduled Marvel movie for Next the year, entire year. And, and also another thing we're not talking about is, like, is, is there's Easter eggs in other movies where, you, like, when someone has a newspaper or reading article clipping of something, you'll you'll catch it. She-Hulk had a Wolverine there's reference. There's a freaking thing in Eternals. There's a freaking god sticking out out of the ocean. Of the nobody's yet to mention it. Brave New World is going to. I know this for a in fact, two, unless they cut it out in the editing room. In two years, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Which is another thing, like, you know, Marvel doesn't usually test. Brave New World is all about Ross, President Red Hulk, Harrison Ford, Ross, getting animanium from that thing, from that island or whatever. But, listen, but the problem be. But this is the problem. They're balancing too many things. I so for it's, sure. it's taking way too long for, for us sure. to get any conclude anything, yeah. right? So we have Shang- when did the Shang-Chi movie come out? When was it? Two years ago. Which is two the years source ago, right? of all their problems. Two years ago, right? We haven't seen him since, right? That's all that's one story. That's one story that's being told that we don't know. Then now we they start the, the uh, Eternals. Eternals. I don't know if that's even a thing anymore. The Eternals. Do we, it is. If, if it's still a thing, that thing is sticking out of the earth or whatever. Nobody's acknowledging it. But now the Eternals is a whole nother storyline. We don't know nothing about that was before Shang Chi, right? Then we have we have Doctor Strange going into a whole new universe. An incursion. There's too there's too many things going on. And they don't have, they're not giving us enough product to conclude any of them. It's just, we're just out here right now. Fine. It's, 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 it's big. It's like, like this. Final ahead, thoughts. Final thoughts. Well, I was going to say, like, it, it's not even that it's been that long. It's like, okay, it's been two years since Shang-Chi came out. That's not shit. How many projects has Marvel had that's in those pro- years? Yeah. Like, that's the thing in 2021. They had WandaVision, Falcon, the Winter Soldier, Loki. They're like five shows and four movies. And that's why I said in the previous man, it was 12 projects. Fine things. Oh, that were all somewhat connected to the MCU in some kind of way. And we didn't really notice because it was 2021 and we spent all 2020 without any movies. That we were all kind of craving Marvel stuff. So we were thankful (laughs) for whatever. Mm -hmm. Next thing we know now, it's 50 things. And it's like, yeah, like we keep saying, it's like we haven't even acknowledged that Harry Styles is a part I was going to say, world. Thanos' brother. Oh, yeah. We haven't even talked about it. Nobody's talked about that. And it's like, it's not that what they're doing is bad or great or this or that or anything. It's like they're still doing really great stuff. It's just constant. It's like you have movies like Guardians 3 and Wakanda Forever that are great. Bangers. But really, they stand on their own and they aren't moving the bigger picture forward but it's like not that they necessarily have to always be moving the bigger picture forward but when you have 50 spinning plates in the air you have to put some of them down eventually you have to be like okay dr strange just did the craziest shit in the world we have to fix that we have to focus on what that means for loki what he's doing over here 
what that means for the Eternals and what they're doing over there. Eventually, Blade is going to be a part of this. How? That's why they aren't writing it. Like they're like, we don't, we can't make him make sense in this world. There's vampires. What? Like where's yeah. Morbius? And, and that's the thing is, Morbius. Yo. And that's the thing is, this is like you know you got Marshala Ali. Guys, guy's already gonna. He's at this rate, he's gonna age out of Blade. He's going to age not, out not. you want this character, you want this character to be in the MCU for at least a couple of movies. And is that even going to get made after all these writers? And Blade getting made. And also, I looked it up. Simu Lu, who plays Shang-Chi, it came out in 2021. His next project of any MCU thing is for Secret Wars in 2027. I'm never going to see it because I'll probably be dead by that time. I'm not going to save him. Yo. It's like... Y'all gonna Six make me run out of later? my hour. Listen, so can we can I say this though? Brie Larson wrap that shit up, B. No, no, but Brie in this movie though, I think the complaint about her last time was that she didn't have any emotion. She was emotionless. She didn't. She didn't show any the the whole Superman thing, right? She was too powerful to be to be vulnerable, right? I think they did do a good job. All three in leads in this movie were great. Movie. But, yeah. yo, I don't know what we'll be talking about in two weeks. Uh, comment. Let us know what y'all thought Thanks, about The Killer. Me. Let us know what y'all ta- thought about The Marvels. I'm going to be back to wrap this shit up. Hopefully in two weeks I'll have four other ugly-ass dudes with me. But <laughs> we'll see how it goes. This is Rec League Podcast. <laughs> yo. Hey, yo, dog, who the fuck hurt you? Acting like your mama beat your ass for breaking curfew. What got me on the shit list? Cause I ain't do shit to you. Told you to chill, taking your jabs. You react like you was force-fed doodoo. So easily offended. Grew up in the wrong generation. With new influences factoring heavy by my estimation. Bro, you got cheated on cause you a fucking dickhead. Emotionally abusive. Not trying to be a good partner instead. I'm in my late 30s, dog. so stay in that high school mindset. Keep wildin', because you ain't doing shit but entertaining me acting childish. No communication is nothing. I went years and didn't speak to my mom. Trying to bait me, you have a better chance surviving Vietnam. Smirking, getting off trying to troll, but looking like a Birkin. I be talking shit, supposedly I'm a good person. I don't even believe it. I should go to hell for most of the shit that I be thinking. I get put on a shit list because I said quit acting like a shit stick. Now I'm caught in a loop of never-ending passive-aggressive bitch shit. And chill until the next episode.